When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Tower, your daily look around the world of sports. With Hall of Fame broadcaster and voice of the Texas Longhorns, Craig Way. And Horns 24-7 insider, Jeff Howe. On your live, local, and independent home for sports talk in Austin, The Horn. Hunter into the front court for Texas, to the left side, into the corner, Dylan to suit, fall three, drives past, caught Renner and slams it down. First basket for Tyrese Hunter, Longhorns up three, 2017, pass stolen by Hunter. In a foot race now, going around, Sharif Mitchell lays it in. Rebound, Brock Cunningham for Texas. The car, head up as he crosses the timeline, fires up a three, good! That one rattled home for Marcus Carr, his second made three of the ball game. Just like that, the Longhorns are back up 7, 43-36. Three down Texas, into the front court. Here's Carr trying to drive past Shireman along the baseline. Now to the trailing Bishop. Spins, turns, in the paint, leans, puts it up, he rattles in. Longhorns up 9, timeout Creighton. Across the floor with a pass to Francisco Farabello, just checked back in. Goes in to Sherman, and the ball knocked out of his hands by Morris. And it's a steal by Marcus Carr. Here comes Texas. Carr, center of floor, to the cutting Jimmy Allen. He lays it in. Transition off the turnover, and the Longhorns have the first double-digit lead of the night. Christian Bishop sets a high screen. Carr rolls the dribble to the right side. Cross-court pass in the corner to Timmy Allen. Allen working against Kaluma. Spins, turns, out the car. Five to shoot from the baseline. Jumper up. Good! What a big jumper by Marcus Carr. He has 18 points. Texas up five. Fans roaring here at Moody. Nemar trying to drive past Bishop. Lofts it high. Missed it off the glass. Rebound Texas. Into the front court. Bishop on the dribble. Goes in the hunter. Lays it in. Good! Here's the second one for Cunningham. The bonus for Brock. Good! Nothing but net on both of them. Texas up five, four seconds to go. Inbounded to Ryan Nemhard. He'll shoot. No, he'll pass it back to Shireman from near midcourt. Missed the three-pointer. The Longhorns have beaten another top ten team. What a ball game tonight here at Moody Center in Austin. The Texas Longhorns defeat the Creighton Blue Jays. Number two over number seven, the final. Texas 72, Creighton 67. What another exciting night at the mood as the Longhorn basketball team. Second rank, still unbeaten, still winning, still making plays. And this one was the first time since 2009 that a top 10 ranked Texas team beat another top 10 ranked team in Austin. It was against Michigan State. When they did that. That's the last time that a Texas... I know they just beat a top 10 team when they beat number two Gonzaga, but the Longhorns were not in the top 10 at the time. They were last night, and they played to the ranking as the number two team. They beat number seven Creighton. We welcome you to a Friday, gloomy, murky, foggy, soupy, um, 
pick whatever other description you want. Uh, Friday morning, looking out the window, you could barely see outside because of the uh, gloaming that's going on out there. Uh, we welcome you to Light the Tower on the Horn, 1049, 1019, AM 1260. We're live, local, and digital on the Horn app and at hornfm.com. My name is Craig Way. Glad to have you alongside. Pleased, as always, to be joined by my co-host, the pride of Northwest Williamson County and a proud graduate of Florence High School. Always proud. Where he wore, proudly, the purple and white 79, where he was known as Highway 79. Lumbering all over the place. As an honorable mention all-district offensive lineman for those Florence Buffaloes. But you know him best for his outstanding work at Horns 24-7. That's Jeff Howe. How are you doing this morning? Good. Good. Uh... Yeah, I got no reason to complain. Yeah, good ball game last night. Good ball game last night. Other than the fact, so <laughs> funny. Can I tell a quick funny story? Sure. Um, so we live in a. Uh, I've got to put in a code to get to the gate where I live. It's not like a gated community. Well, look at you, Mister Gated Community there. Music. Okay. But I got to have a gate code, and my gate code wouldn't work. So I get home like at I don't know eleven thirty ish. Hmm. Uh. Trying to call my wife, text my wife, nothing. Just not happening. Silent. So finally, I punch in for assistance and somebody lets me in. I, I sat at my gate, which is probably, I don't know, a quarter mile from my front door. Okay. Sat there for about 35 minutes really? before I got in. Wow. I told my wife, I said, you know, if you're ever asleep when I'm having a medical emergency, I'm just 100% effed, aren't I? She's like, yeah, probably. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, when I got home, okay. got to bed. So, we're, we're other than that, no regrets, no complaints. <laughs> no, really good ball game last night. We'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. I talk about it a lot on the show mm-hmm. today, actually. Yep, we're going to hear because we have Chris no Beer. Texas football this weekend. That's right. Uh, there is football to discuss, but not of the Longhorn variety. Um, our man behind the glass is the purveyor of all good things, Flex ATX, because after all, in the final analysis, it's a flex. Uh, he's Jonathan John Donaldson, Jay, Jay Donaldson. We know him as Snoop Daniel. And uh, if I have one regret, only one regret from last night, and it briefly crossed my mind, I had one leftover ticket for the basketball game. Uh, it would have been seated next to my son, Andy. I had one ticket left. And originally I'd offered it to Snoop, but Snoop said he didn't think he was going to make it because you started off where last night? Georgetown. Yeah. The, uh, the Jack Frost tournament is real big yes. every year up Absolutely. there. And it was going to go from Georgetown to San Marcos. To see Lano, Lano play against Edna. And I thought the time frame might be difficult for you because it was a 7 o'clock kick down there. And I thought about sending you the ticket, and I was actually going to, and then I just got I forgot because I got so busy with everything in the run-up to the game. I should have sent him the ticket. Because he wound up there at, at the at the game last night, and then by the time you were ready to leave to head to San Marcos, um, I was still forty five minutes out, and it was they that was when um, Edna had to pick six to yeah. go up twenty seven nothing twenty seven nothing at the half for Edna, and so at that point you made a decision not to go, mm-hmm. but you would have had time still to get the, at least have. to the second half of the Texas game, right? I would have, yes, because yeah. I listened to the broadcast. It was okay. a great game. That had me biting my nails. Yeah, it was it was something else. So, anyway, but we press on. We get ready for uh, uh, the weekend, and uh, we're, we also have the Specs text line open at 337-3776. 
337-512-337-3776. Our good friend Tom McKay of Audiovisual Consultations weighed in and said, Jeff, there's a button on the side of the gate control box that opens the gate. Yours is on the left side of the gate, if I recall. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. See, I shouldn't have called my wife. I should have called oh, you Tom. Call McKay. Tom. He knew. He knew. Dang it. There. That would have been that would have done it. Tom, that text would have been really helpful about eleven thirty last night. <laughs> and he would have said, If you had texted me, I would have let you know. No, so next time my gate code won't work, I'll just call Tom McKay. There you go. So anyway. All right. So uh that's that's the no there. Um It's kinda so, like uh, I forget what comedian it was. Maybe it was Dennis Leary who said they pray to Joe Pesci. So Joe Pesci yeah. will get stuff done. Right. I'm going to stop calling my wife in emergencies. I'm just going to call Tom McKay from yeah. now on. Yeah, as well as for your audiovisual needs, and we'll get to the more of that later. All right, so uh, today on the program coming up, uh, we'll have our Whataburger Top 5, which is our top five matchups of the week. I always feel a little funny doing this in the postseason. Uh, and the way I resolve it in my mind is to say that all playoff matchups are created equal, but some are more equal than others. That's very Orwellian. It's very Animal Farm. I get it. Uh, some are higher profile, but they are no more important than the other. Uh, Vandegrift Dripping Springs is a massive matchup tonight. It counts the same as Granger and Burton Yeah, in 2A Division One. It counts exactly the same. Win and you go to the Final Four. You're in the state semifinal. Lose and your season's over. Now, Drip and Vandegrift draw more attention, A, because they're 6A and in the major metropolitan area, and it's an all-greater Austin area matchup head-to-head as opposed to Granger playing Burton, which is from the Brazos Valley, and they play tonight uh, down in Bastrop. We'll get, to, we'll get to those in a moment, but that's, that's just by way of explanation. But all of these are really, really important matchups. Um, so the way that I... I reconciled that in my mind is to run down all of the matchups and tell you as I go, this is number five, this is number four, this is number three, on that sort of thing. But they're all getting mentioned, all of them, because because of the importance of that. We have Longhorn Notebook coming up at the bottom of the hour. Uh, I'm, I've got some Chris Beard sound from last night. You have uh, additional? I've just got some thoughts, okay. observations. Okay, and we're on the same page about that with basketball, so uh, uh, we'll do that. I have no audio, so okay. I'll well, lean on you for that. We got plenty. Uh, then, of course, uh, we do have Inconceivable coming up. It's Friday, Snoop. What does uh, Friday on Inconceivable mean? <laughs> flaccid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's some flaccidity. I was thinking actually in my head about doing a Chris Beard impression if y'all needed Like, I don't know. Let's hear it. No, I don't have one. But Oh, okay. I'm thinking about how I would sound if I did one. Yeah. It would be very curt. Yeah. He's not a curt person. He really isn't. Mm. He might be clipped a little shorter in terms of what he says, mm. but he's really a pretty funny guy. Yes, <laughs> when you talk to him, I walked. I walked into uh, his, you know, coach's office there, Moody, to record the pregame interview, like you know, an hour before game time, and just to let you you folks know exactly what the scene is like in there. He's usually in there by himself. He's going over, you know, notes for the game. He's looking. Uh, he's looking at the, the other team. He may, he'll have a card with his uh, with the officials for the game there, just so he knows who's officiating the game. Have all this stuff. But the one unmistakable thing that's going on in uh, Chris Beard's uh, game day coaching 
office or coaching lounge, whatever you want to call it, is country music because he's a big country music fan. And uh, so he usually has some country music rolling at the time. Now he likes rock and roll, too. We've talked about this uh, on Longhorn Weekly. Uh, uh, But, uh, like, for example, I gave him a choice between there was one big rock and roll band that he really liked that was playing around the same time that George Strait was going to be there uh, at Moody Center, I think so. Yeah. And uh, he went with the King, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he, he did that. But you knew that about him, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so he usually has uh, he has music going on country music uh, in in his coaching locker room. So I walk in yesterday, and this is rolling. Ah, yes. On a warm summer's evening, on a train bound for nowhere, I met up with a gambler. We were both too tired to sleep. I've mentioned this before. I'm power ranking my favorite songs of all time. I don't know if this is number one, but it's in the top five. It is? Yeah, it's up there. He had it going. And normally, when I walk in, he'll turn the volume off. He'll cut the volume or pause the music. And and then we sit down and record the interview. And uh, in this case, it was different. Mm-hmm. When, I, when I walked in, it was right at this part. And he and he says, sing along. And I went, and he didn't think I knew the words to this. And I looked at him and I said, and the night got deathly quiet. He looked at me and he goes, oh. So then we went, you got to know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. Know when to walk away. Know when to run, you never count your money. When you're sitting at the table, there'll be time enough for counting. When the deal is done. So then we we paused at that point. (laughs) (laughs) So, so that was the the scene inside the uh, locker room of Chris Beard. A few tasty beverages and a karaoke setup, and I'm in heaven. There you go. Yes. There you go. So that's what we had uh, going uh, last night. And um, and then we did it. And, and like I said, he normally has that going in the pause or whatever, but he was like, sing along. <laughs> Just jumped right in. And Eddie Horn was with me. He was singing along, too. Did you, uh, did you holler at Sark last night while he was sitting court I did. I did. I went over and I, I had a, I had a brief visit with him, uh, him and Miss L'Oreal. So I, I visited with them before tip-off. Uh, Sark was sitting just a, f- a few feet down from us there on the, the front row. So uh, it was it – was, uh, well, we'll get to more on the game in a moment. Right now, let's get to our Whataburger Top 5. Now it's time for the Whataburger Top 5. Okay, prepare to receive. Today's edition. Here we go. Top 5 matchups of the week. So here we are with the Top 5 matchups of the week. And, again, it's rather unfair – to pick one over the other because they all count exactly the same. They are all state quarterfinals, with the exception of six-man, which is down to the final four. They're in their semifinals this weekend. The state championship. Oh, yeah, because they take that week off. Yeah, they have the mini-bye. 
Uh, they're off the following weekend, but then they start on Wednesday. Now, for 2A Division II, it's a shortened week, but they start by playing on Thursday, Friday, and the next week of the semifinal. They'll back it up to Thursday, and then it'll be to Wednesday the following week. But six-man goes for the weekend all the way up, and that's why you have some six-man games are on Saturday even this weekend and Friday because they have that extra time. But everything else is state quarterfinals, and they all count the same. So here's the quarterfinal lineup for the entire state of Texas. There's 44 games left, including the six-man semifinals in both uh, six-man division one and six-man division two. And I'll tell you which ones are in our top five as we go, but they all bear mention. 6A division one, Prosper and Louisville play at McKinney ISD Stadium tomorrow. All the other games for this also on uh, Saturday, you have Duncanville and Spring Westfield play tomorrow, and they play in Georgetown. I'm going to that football game. Yeah, I want to get a look at that one. And if you're in the area and you have no dog in the fight, go anyway. Yeah. If you're close by, especially, and you, and you don't think you can make the trip all the way down to San Antonio to catch Westlake, and you're coming off tonight's game uh, in 6A Division Two, I would suggest... Yeah, going out to Georgetown. I forget what year it was, but I remember watching a Skyline Westfield playoff game in Georgetown. Ed Oliver was still at Westfield, so it was yeah. it was maybe his junior year. I okay, think. yeah. Um, so that's that's where that'll be. That Good is stuff. tomorrow afternoon uh, at three o'clock, and uh, then you got North Shore and Atasca. See that that is actually tonight because I'm on the television call for that one with Shea Walker. Uh, as they play over in New Caney. And then Westlake and Brennan play in the Alamo Dome tomorrow afternoon at 2 o'clock. That is televised on KBVO. 6A Division Two, Denton Geyer and South Lake Carroll play tomorrow afternoon. DeSoto and Harker Heights at McLean Stadium tonight. So uh, that's one worth noting. You, you pulling for, for the Knights tonight, Snoop? Over yes. your alma mater. I am. I'm rooting for Harker Heights over DeSoto. Snoop has PTSD over his DeSoto days. My parents so. think I'm crazy. But Do they whatever. really? It's okay. You told them you were rooting yes. for Harker, and they were not pleased with Well, you. I told them I was rooting for Weiss, like, you know, three weeks oh, ago. Oh, on the by-district mm-hmm. round. And they're like, don't come back, you know, for a while. <laughs> that's why you didn't go home for Thanksgiving, isn't it? Yeah. That's yeah, why. Yeah, okay. Like, or at least we know. Maybe they'll forgive you by Christmas. <laughs> uh, Katie and C.E. King. By the way, real quick, Craig, yeah. before you move on. Uh, Rashawn Sanford at Harker Heights. Yeah. How's 2,500 yards on the ground sound? 24 rushing touchdowns this year. He's having a monster season. Not total yards rush? That's rush. Yeah, rush. That was after he had, he had, he had over 2,300 last wow. year. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And 27 and, touchdowns. And they're going to need all of that tonight against DeSoto. Committed to Houston. Yeah. Uh, Katie and C.E. King played NRG tonight. And then Vandegrift and Dripping Springs tonight, we know, at Gupton Stadium. And that uh, you can hear... Here on the horn on 1049 as well as 1019 at AM1260. Uh, I'm, I'm going to guess if you try to pull up to Gupton and buy tickets for that thing, you might, not. You might be SOL. Yeah, it might be. You can look and see. You should the- try, though. I mean, I don't. Man, this is the biggest quarterfinal game, I guess. That's why you're going over to Hutto, right? That's why I'm going to Lago Vista versus we'll, Wimberley. We'll get, we'll get to the, why that in a moment. Money. All right, 5A Division One, <laughs> Alito, Burleson, Centennial. Uh, that is tomorrow. Tonight, Longview and Mansfield, Timberview. Tomorrow, 
College Station's Smithson Valley. Good game at the field in Pflugerville. And Corpus Christi Veterans Memorial and Far San Juan Alamo North. PSJA North playing in Corpus tomorrow night. 5A Division Two: Abilene Wiley and Argyle. Uh, that's in Stephenville tonight. South Oak Cliff and Melissa at Choctaw Stadium, the former Rangers ballpark in Arlington. That's tonight. All these games are tonight. Fort Ben Marshall and Port Natchez Groves in Galena Park and Liberty Hill and Corpus Christi Flower Bluff. That's actually uh, at 6 o'clock, that contest, as they meet up. 5A, um, uh, uh, that's at, no, it's at 7. It's at Dub Ferris. My eyes betrayed me for a moment. That's at Dub Ferris uh, tonight. All right, 4A Division One. Wichita Falls and Decatur, uh, these are all tonight. That one's in Denton. China Spring and Anna, the big Cinderella story of the year, that is it. In Crowley, Chapel Hill and Kilgore meet in Tyler, and Bernie and Cal Allen in the Alamo Dome. And uh, that, that or no, Alamo Stadium. Alamo Dome not available because of the Conference USA Championship game between UTSA and North Texas tonight. So that's at the Rock Pile, Bernie and Cal Allen. 4A Division Two, all tonight. Monhans and Glen Rose and Sweetwater. Pleasant Grove against top-ranked Carthage in Marshall. Silsby and Quero at NRG this afternoon at 1.30. And Wimberley and Lago Vista where you'll find Snoop Daniel tonight. And <laughs> yes. that's a 7.30 kickoff there at Hutto's Memorial Stadium, right? Yes, a beautiful stadium. I can't wait to go out there and say hello to my friends, uh, Coach LaPlante and Coach Compton, too. Ab- absolutely. Okay. All right, uh, 3A Division One Last night, Brock defeated Whitesboro. So Brock started 0-4, and now they're back in the Final Four. Uh, Carthage, I mean, uh, Malakoff and Grandview meet for the eighth time in the last five years. They play in Waxahachie tonight. Franklin, number one in the state against Columbus. That is tonight in Tomball. And then last night, as we pointed out, Edna defeated Lano uh, to win that one 40-21. So Edna threw to the state semifinal round. 3A Division Two, Canadian and Wall play tonight out in the South Plains in Woodrow. It is Gunner, number one in the state against Holiday tonight at the Ford Center in Frisco, the star. Newton and Harmony, which is near Gilmer, they're playing in Nacogdoches tonight. And Poth and Tidehaven meet tonight in San Marcos at 7 o'clock. Uh, th- 2A Division One, Cisco and Hawley at Abilene Christian's Wildcat Stadium. That's a rematch. Uh, Toller and Crawford meet in Burleson. Cooper and Timpson in Lindale. And Shiner and Refurio at Rattler Stadium in San Marcos. That is tonight. 2A Division Two, Wellington and New Home play up in Canyon. Albany and Collinsville and Mineral Wells. Mart and Lovelady with Lovelady and College Station. And Granger and Burton in Bastrop tonight at 7 o'clock. 1A Division I six-man state semifinals. Happy and Westbrook play in Slate tonight. Abbott, number one in the state against Erion County in early. That's tomorrow. And then also tomorrow in Division II, top-ranked Benjamin against Whit Harrell in Hermley and Oakwood and Lorraine play tonight. And by the way, um, give a uh, shout-out to Hill Country. Came up just short against Logos Prep. Gave up two touchdowns in the last, what, minute, ten seconds of the game? 54-52. Yeah, the lost a heartbreaker there, but uh, tip of the hat to uh, Hill Country. So, the Whataburger top five is, uh, if you do it, number five is the uh, Granger-Burton matchup. Number four, and you're just going in ascending classification order, uh, would be Wimberley and Lago Vista. Uh, number three would be uh, 
just lost my oh place there it is Liberty Hill and Flower Bluff number two is going to be Westlake and Brennan and the number one matchup of the week is Vandegrift and Dripping Springs so but they all deserve mention and we just did mention them all because they are all uh, all uh, equal. Snoop, this is the round you hate the most in the playoffs, right? Yeah. Well, other, other than by district. By, yeah, district. other than by district. I've yes. tried to convince him that it, by district, even though you have head-to-heads going on, that does guarantee that somebody gets to the area round, right. which so is like, not always the case. It's like with Drip and Vandegrift, you're going to have an area team in the Final Four. Yes. Yep. Uh, somebody only asking what the computer says about Drip and Vandegrift. Uh, I mentioned this earlier in the week, but anybody that has any question about any matchup, I have the computer print out in front of me. The computer likes Dripping Springs by six. I have a, a reasoning for that. Well, I thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, because Vandegrift, they could have went Division One, so they could have. They could have. They could be a D one team. So I guess you know, logically, you'd say mm-hmm. Vandegrift is the bigger school. So. I don't know. So he says, go dogs, beast Texas, Carthage by a million. <laughs> they looked really good last week. Uh, the computer likes him by 10 uh, over uh, <laughs> over Pleasant. So he went far out, P-H-A-R-R, as in far San Juan, Alamo South. Uh, Duncanville Westfield, the computer likes Duncanville by 12. And uh, so there it is. Uh, hey, the Colonel Craig Flower said he personally was able to give Kenny Rogers a tour of West Point in 2010. Said he was wonderful to say. That is really cool. Glad to hear just that from a, the Colonel. Man, just a great storyteller, Kenny Rogers. Yes, he was all of that. We try to tell our own stories here coming up. We'll tell the tale of what happened with the Longhorns game last night. Um, and uh, two more computer things. Somebody said the computer on uh, Smithson Valley and... Um, uh, Smithson Valley and College Station. Computer likes the Rangers. They like Smithson Valley by four at the field in Pflugerville. Franklin in 3A Division One. They like by seven over Columbus. Wimberley and uh, Lago Vista. They like the Texans by a touchdown, seven points. Granger and Burton. They like Burton by four. And uh, Westlake, they like by 14 over Brennan. So there it is for the, those of you who had questions about that, what the computer is saying about those matchups. All right, coming up, we will uh, have our uh, Longhorn Notebook, our first one. We'll talk some basketball, and we'll hear from head coach Chris Beard when we continue with Light the Tower on the Horn, 104.9, 1019, AM 1260. We're live, local, and digital on the Horn app and at hornfm.com. Chad Varsity Blues, for me, is the greatest bad sports movie in the history of time. Voight committing himself to that Kilmer role like it was Oscar-worthy. Oh, boys, I'm going to ask you to go out there with me. I'm going to ask you to follow me one more time. He was... Message to Snoop Daniel. You will never, ever, ever encounter any resistance from Jeff or myself when you're rolling out Tom Petty. Just not gonna. All right. That's what's up. We're always gonna be we're always gonna co-sign on Petty, right, Jeff? We're always gonna be on board with Absolutely. Yeah. I'm ashamed of myself that I left him off of my music survey. It should have been on there somewhere. It's all right. We deserve a music survey remake. We're gonna do it again next year. In the summer. We're gonna do it next summer. We're gonna we're gonna redo. The music survey. That is a thing, like remixing yeah. on, on, on social media. That's a big thing. Okay. Remix. So we'll remix it. <laughs> next, next. Okay. All right. Um, uh, right now, it's time for a Longhorn Notebook. Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. It's a Longhorn Notebook brought to you by Aaron Bowersock, the home loan expert, your 
Longhorn Lender. Uh, check her out on the web at bowersockteam.com and see if she can do for you what she did for Linda and me is to get that home loan approval turned around like that. Now, snap, she can guarantee the 10-day home loan approval. Again, it's bowersockteam.com, B-O-W-E-R-S-O-C-K, just like it sounds, bowersockteam.com. What a ball game last night. Yeah, let's go Let's go ahead to a 72-67 win for Texas over Creighton. You heard the montage at the beginning, outstanding stuff, Craig and Snoop for putting that together. Uh, let's just go ahead and get, let, let's start with the Chris Beard audio. Let's just set that up. It was, set up our, our conversation with him after the game, getting his thoughts, and, and, and I think he echoed a lot of what a lot of people saw. A night when Texas did not shoot the ball particularly well, did a great job taking care of the basketball, and then letting its defense and clutch free throw shooting play a big part in it. This was kind of what you would expect from two top ten teams. Whatever, I mean, neither side giving an inch and back and forth. It was a real grinder, but a big win for your ball club. Yeah, I think Craighorn fans in New York. Yeah, and it'll be Tuesday night. And by the way, Illinois plays tonight. They play Maryland tonight. So you get a good uh, measuring stick of Brad Underwood's club uh, after the ball game tonight, and um, and he and he said, you know, there were there were times like, for example, those timeouts called uh, that were that were called there before those one in one situations, mm-hmm. uh, and um, with with both Marcus Carr and Brock Cunningham, just to to map out what they needed to do defensively. What that tells me is, and we were speculating this on the air, if the front end of the one in one was going to be missed by either of those guys. Yep. Would Texas foul? Yeah. Up three uh, there inside those final seconds. Would they have fouled? That might have been part of the defensive strategy. It wound up not coming into play since both ends of the one and one were converted both by Carr and by Cunningham. That was big. And, and Chris said last night in the post game, uh, he, wasn't, he wasn't worried about, similar to what he told you and Eddie, he wasn't worried about icing his free throw shooters. He said he had the utmost confidence in, in both those guys to step up and make foul shots. And they did, to their credit. I thought, Craig, where the game really, where the separation happened, uh, there was a foul. Dylan Mitchell fouled Trey Alexander at the fifteen forty six mark of the second half. Creighton, they cut it to three. The under-16 timeout hits. He comes back, hits the two foul shots. It's down to one. Then Texas has that 10-0 run. Mm-hmm. You get the back-to-back threes from Rice and Carr. Uh, Christian Bishop goes right at Cogbrenner, goes up strong with the right hand. Uh, and then you get... Uh, Timmy Allen on the break gets the ball in his hands and goes up. Now you're back. Now you're up by 11. Uh, and then what was key there is Creighton started to feel, find themselves again offensively, but Dylan Mitchell hit some really big shots during that run, and, and it was just kind of matching buckets to the point where you're up by 11 at 13.08. Then when Creighton starts making their run and getting stuff together, well, by the 6-6-19 mark, you're still up by 11 because you keep trading baskets. So I thought, you know, they, they didn't shoot the ball well last night, but I thought when they needed to match buckets with Creighton right there during that stretch, they did. The two buckets that Carr and um, Hunter hit yes. late down the stretch after Creighton cut it to three at 62 59, mm-hmm. uh, those were huge. The Carr baseline jumper, that was part of that uh, opening montage that Snoop put together, and then the, and then the one that Hunter hit. Uh, that, that Those were big. Those were big. That, no question about it. Big, <laughs> big, big, big. Basket. I thought it was funny. Ty- Tyrese was, talk- I was talking about it after the game, the inbound play where he got the uncontested dunk. Yeah. He said, yeah, we work on that all the time in practice. He said, I've never been that open. <laughs> I, I bet. I bet. So, uh, anyway, so the Longwoods are 6 and 0. Oh. Uh, it's the first time they've been 6-0 in seven years since the uh, 2015-2016 season, I believe. Might even be 2014-2015. So 14, it's been 15, eight years. Yeah. Uh, eight years. 
2014-2015 season. So mm-hmm. it's been eight years uh, since they've started 6-0. and And it wasn't like they're playing cupcakes either, like we said. We've, they've had some good competition, most notably, obviously, Gonzaga and uh, Creighton. So uh, and and now they go to New York. Uh, they also the win was the first time as a top ten ranked school. They beat another top ten ranked school in Austin since two thousand nine, Michigan State. So that was a, a big game. Of course, they obviously they had the win over second rank at the time Gonzaga earlier the season, but Texas was not in the top ten at that point. They are now at number two, uh, but it's going to be a really good challenge you're going to get from Illinois. On Tuesday, and Illinois plays Maryland tonight. So, we'll... couple, couple of names you'll mm-hmm. love if you're a fan of Big Twelve basketball that you'll recognize. T.J. Shannon mm-hmm. played for Chris Beard at Tech. Yep, Matthew Meyer, former Baylor star, Westlake product. Yeah, playing for Illinois. So, yeah, uh, uh, I didn't know Meyer was at Illinois. Yeah, yeah. they re- they reloaded. Brad Underwood reloaded in the portal. Does he still have his mustache? Uh, I, I don't. I don't think he does. No. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. I, I did watch a little bit of their game uh, when they played that tournament out in Vegas. Yeah, right before Thanksgiving. The night it was the night before the Texas Kansas game. Yeah, I was watching well, it when they beat Illinois. Well, be, uh, when they played Virginia. I mean, well, that was the next night. They they uh, Illinois oh, that beat was Illinois, UCLA, UCLA. Yeah, the night yeah, before that's what it was yep. the Friday. And I watched that one. Yeah. At that, yeah, I think I think Baylor, right. Virginia beat Baylor earlier tonight. Somebody year. asked, "What is Chris Ogden's role with the coaching staff? Uh, not working with coach? He's the chief of staff. He's not. He's not on the coaching staff. That's why he's not working with the the coaches there. He's chief of staff and handles a lot of the organizational uh, things about that. And uh, uh, our friend Thomas uh, <laughs> said, "I'd be listening to your show, but my ears are still ringing from attending the game last night. Lordy, so loud." I sat right behind you, Craig. I was a guest of Lucas Vargas who went to Anderson High School, football captain, now an assistant on the Creighton basketball team. Lucas went to the University of Michigan with a sport management degree. Now he's working on his master's at Creighton. He said, I was told the center for Creighton had been quite sick with the flu. He didn't play like it last night. No, Cockburner had 20, 20 and 11? 20 yeah. and 13. Yeah, he had a double-double. Played really well. Uh, the Longhorns were able to make the other ones not beat them. But, you know, it's it's, it's interesting, Craig, like, and Chris used the example of the Purdue game last year, right? Like, a lot of people, myself included, you focus on what Zach Eady was able to get and the foul, you know, the foul shooting discrepancy last year. But people forget, like, Jaden Ivey was maybe – 0 for seven, one for seven from the fleet from the field in the first half of that game. Yeah, I don't think I don't I I don't think he got his first field goal until the start of the second half. I think you're right, if I remember right. Yep. Um, and it's kind of, that's correct. And Chris said, "Hey, last I checked, we don't have Jordan and Olajuwon, so we kind of got to pick. You know, when a team can beat you with anything, what you got to pick something to take away." And Baylor Shireman struggled. He did hit some open yep. looks, but hit three down the stretch. <laughs> three threes after he started. 0 for nine. And I guess he was one for ten from the field. It was zero for nine from three point. Yeah, range. and he knew that was gonna that was gonna flip at some yep. point, and he was just gonna start throwing haymakers, and he did. But thankfully, again, that stretch where you trade, where you got the eleven point lead, and then traded buckets to hold it, that prevented you from going down to that assault. There was one he hit, man. It was like, I don't know, like. Vintage Mark Price, Steph Curry, where he just pulls up like from the, the timeline and just mm. nails it. Yeah, like, good Lord, it's a good point. It's a good comparison. Uh, like that like Mark, Pr- like that Mark Price reference. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
So uh, anyway, so there's price uh, from Enid, Oklahoma, by the way. Uh, the uh, Texas women are back in action tonight. Twenty second ranked Longhorns host South Florida at Moody, and it is a six o'clock tip, like the Creighton game. Six o'clock tip, and you can hear it on one oh five three the bat as the Texas women play South Florida tonight. Six o'clock because top ranked Texas volleyball back in action in the second round of the NCAA tournament against Georgia after sweeping through fairly Dickinson, or as Chuck Cooperstein used to call me from other fairly ridiculous, he used to say. Uh, it was ridiculously easy. Uh, they won that one in the straight sets. The fairly Dickinson on the men's basketball side, they're usually the team you yep. see in the one versus 16. That is correct. They play in Dayton a lot. Uh, so they beat them. It's Georgia in the second round as Texas tries to advance to its 17th consecutive Sweet 16 if they if they win that one. I saw Vic and his crew after the men's game last night. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the ladies got in there, had a little shoot around. Yeah. Yeah. So Blair, yeah, I knew they were getting in there to do a little shooting work. So, anyway, so that'll be that'll happen. Thank you, Daryl from Austin, for reminding me. It was George Carlin who said the supreme being he prayed to was Joe Pesci. That's right. That's exactly right. So, uh, somebody asked, do y'all think it's possible to buy a ticket to the Westlake game and hang out for the college game? Well, there's one problem with that. The college game is tonight. Yeah. So, yeah, UTSA. You do it the other way around. Yeah, yeah. UT, yeah. Stay overnight, hide in the bathroom or something. Uh, the UTSA North Texas game is tonight for the Conference USA Championship game. Westlake game's at 2 o'clock uh, tomorrow. So, anyway, so there you go. Um, and, uh, and then somebody asked uh, uh, I mentioned uh, the computer like Smithson uh, Valley by four. Over that, uh, you asked about Harmony and Newton. Uh, the computer Newton likes by Newton. fifty. How about twenty-four? Yeah, Harmony is a huge Cinderella. They were five and five and got into the playoffs and pulled off the massive upset of of um, of uh, West Rusk last week, and then Newton won a grinder of a game with Dangerfield to beat them sixteen to twelve last week. So I like Newton. Uh, I, I like him in that that ball game, and I like him to beat the winner of whoever wins between Ty Davin and Poth. Uh, Poth is picked by fifteen. But the the best the again to uh, to channel my inner Greg Tepper, the power nexus of three A Division two is in the northern half of the bracket. You got Canadian playing Wall. Canadian uh, is a fifteen point computer pick, and you got Gunner, number one team in the state who've just blasted everybody. Um, you know, into outer space, and and they're a twenty-two pit point pick of a good holiday team. So uh, that's whoever comes out of that top half of the bracket is going to be the favorite. There is it, is it Wall league. that uses the Seattle Seahawks? Yes, video? the Wall Hawks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Figured that Houston guy. Hey, real quick uh, before we hit the break and get ready for Snoop's favorite segment of the week. Yeah. Um, typically, we're joined on Fridays by my colleague Mike Roach at yeah. twenty-four-seven. Yeah. Mike was actually down in San Marcos at the Lano Edna game last okay. night. Had a late night getting back, so we'll actually pick that conversation up next week. But if you need your Texas recruiting fix, get over to Horns 24-7 right now. Uh, my man Hudson Standish posted some notes this morning. If you need an Anthony Hill update, there's one in there. You need some transfer portal news, hmm. there's some of that in there. And some comings and goings on the roster, 
that's also in there. So you yeah. can get over to Horns 24-7. Check that out right now. Okay, I'll say it for the third time now because other people say Wimberley Lago. The computer says Wimberley by a touchdown uh, on that. We ran over Hey, and- Craig, what's the computer say about Wimberley and Lago? <laughs> <laughs> the same thing it's saying about the Brockermeyers, you know, <laughs> to, to do that. Okay, so things that will piss us off. Wimberley Lago Vista uh, <laughs> point spreads. I'll no, call it what I, it is. Yeah. Uh, asking about the Brockermeyers and asking me what the weather's like in Omaha. And, yeah, right. It's picking Burton by four over Granger. It's picking Westlake by 14 over Brennan. And somebody asked the radio coverage again. It's here on 104.9 as well as 101.9 and AM 1260 for and Lake Travis. Uh, not Lake Travis, excuse me. Vandegrift and Dripping Springs. Uh, that's uh, that's tonight there. And uh, somebody said Monahan's. Yes, Monahan's Lobos, a Cinderella story. They are still in the playoffs. And uh, they're a 20-point underdog, according to the computer, against Glen Rose. Hey, uh, tonight. Snoop, can we get a breaking news center? Oh, we got yeah. breaking high school football news. How about that? And by uh, the way, that Monahan's Glen Rose game is in Sweetwater tonight. The computer likes Glen Rose by 20. Uh, according to our good friend Matt Stepp at Dave Campbell's Texas yep. Football, uh, Pflugerville Weiss head coach Steve Van Meter has announced his retirement. No. Yes, 203 career wins between Friendswood, Hutto, and Weiss. So, so you can congratulate him when you see him. Yeah. When yeah. you see him over there. Congratulate him, Snoop. When you go over there, he's getting a chance to enjoy a. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, he might not be over. Well, he's Wait, with the Weiss head coach. He might not. He might not. He might be. I don't know. I that don't makes know. me sad. Yeah. He's had a really good run, though. He's had a good run. It's a good run. Be happy for people that are moving on. <laughs> Don't think about it for yourself. Be oh, yes. happy for people that they get a chance to Whatever move on. Whatever makes Coach Van happy, I, I'm happy for. Yeah. Somebody said, you guys hate your listeners in Texas. No, because we respond to all of them. If we hated you, we would not respond to you. No, We I've, like all uh, of them. I've, I've blocked the one or two who you know were pretty much useless. So... The ones that, that, that were only making it personal and yeah, and yeah, yeah. okay, uh, no, no, no. We that's why we offer up the specs text line. I let Pur- Purple Buffalo's daddy text in yeah. Morse code to this show, so because that's how you have to communicate in general. They don't have smartphone right. technology. Yeah, go so, with yeah. that. Um, we hate our texters. Uh, computer likes China Spring by eight over Anna. Uh, so there you go. All right, we do have inconceivable coming up. What does it mean on Friday, Snoop? Flaccid. Yeah, it'll get there when we continue with uh, Light the Tower on the Horn. (laughs) 1049, 1019 AM, 1260. Live, local, and digital on the Horn app and at hornfm.com. Miss Coach Van Meter. Hi, I'm Brad with Homes by Avi. And I'm Erin Bowersock. We are currently offering incredible incentives at all of our communities across the Austin area. To learn more about how these incentives can save you money on your new home, visit your. Inconceivable! You keep using the horn. I don't think it means what you think it means. Well, inconceivable could mean a number of uh, different things, uh, and it, and it does always on a Friday. So we jump right into this. Starting off, first of all, with the affirmation that Snoop Daniel mm. is not about roller coasters. Nope. Am I, am I right about that? Correct. You have no desire to get on a roller coaster. None. So it's for sure that you would not be about getting on the world's fastest nah. roller coaster. <laughs> the brand new. And, and I, I can't remember. You're, you're not on board with roller coasters either, are you, Jeff, if no, I remember correctly? I, I was in my younger days. But yeah, I've, not so much now. When, no, when you get older, there's just something yeah. that happens yeah. with your equilibrium yeah. that it just doesn't. Yeah. It's not the same. Yeah. 
uh, the world's fastest roller coaster, as of the end of last month, is Formula Rossa, which is at Abu Dhabi's Ferrari World Amusement Park in the United Arab Emirates, or as they say over there, UAE. Uh, the theme park is playfully known as the Land of Ferraris. In less than five... Now, this might get to your equilibrium part, Jeff. In less than five seconds, the roller coaster goes to a speed of 149 miles per hour. And it takes its brave riders on an adrenaline-filled journey. It reaches a heart-racing height of 52 meters. Was that 150 feet in the air? Metric system. Um, Garbage. Before crossing the finish line, sure. making riders feel like a true Scuderia Ferrari champion. So that make your tenders go up in your throat, man. Might going that fast. Oh. Might. Uh, Don't you hate that feeling, Snoop? Our man, CB. is it that weird? I hated the feeling when I would swing on a swing set and that G-force down. Yeah. In your- I don't like that feeling. Yeah. It felt too weird. So to 149.1 <laughs> miles probably would probably be the same thing for you. Probably not. I'll t- I tell you what the difference was for me, right? So I remember, like, uh, I think the last time in my teenage years going to Six Flags. Yeah. So we took our senior our high school senior trip there. And, like, you're 18. Like, you're just going and getting on everything, right? Right. Spending the whole day messing around. Well, when my wife and I were dating, so this was probably, uh, let's see, seven years after the, after that. Okay, so I and I hadn't been on a roller coaster since, and it's like my body just physically could not handle it. Like I was dizzy, and it wasn't like I was scared during the rides, but I'd get off, and I'm like, man, like, yeah, everything is spinning. Yeah. yeah, my I, I didn't have that problem. My problem was riding the Texas Giant; it threw my back out. I got because oh, of yeah. the jerking and stuff. I yeah. was like, I looked like a question mark. I was walking. <laughs>